Well, the first memory I have really was on the, the 1st of February 1953. Uh, I lived in Belfast, and for whatever reason, which I never found out, my father uh, drove me down along with my younger brother uh, to Donaghadee following the sinking of the Princess Victoria the previous day <clears throat> on the 31st of January 1953. And we stood at the bottom of the harbour along with my father and a lot of other people of course and uh, we saw the Sir Samuel Kelly coming in and I can remember very well the uh, people talking as a child who was 10 years of age at the time and I can remember uh, people talking about the boat coming in with various bodies on it and uh, one of those was a child I can still I can still see it in my own my own memory I can see that the, the, the fact the line of the these black vans as, as a child along the pier just as something I, see, I still see them uh, and funnily enough I now live uh, eventually uh, overlooking that uh, that harbor uh, where I where I live, I still see the vans, the vans parked there, you know. And uh, anyway, it's rather emotional in some ways, but anyhow, there we are. But uh, one of my vivid memories is the the lifeboat coming in uh, in the darkness, and uh, I think initially got my uh, sort of interest in the RNLI and saving lives at sea and uh, just saving lives in, in general. And it was uh, something that, in fact, uh, I went on to um, change my my life lifetime career uh, and work, and uh, also in volunteering for the RNI and other organisations as well. I was interested in sailing, and I became involved with the Royal Yachting Association, and I served at various posts there uh, in in Northern Ireland and also in the UK. And my wife at that time had, uh, we lived in uh, a little village called Ballywalter, uh, which was close to Portiferry Lifeboat Station. And my wife uh, was listening one radio morning about looking for volunteers and so forth. And this was way back in 19, uh, 1980s. And my wife uh, listened to this radio program anyhow, and they were looking for volunteers to, to, to help out at Portiferry Lifeboat. So she joined the Lifeboat Guild down there, and uh, uh, I, I then, uh, uh, after 10 years with the Royal Yachting Association, uh, I, I used to help my wife uh, you know, collect and board a ferry and so forth, and I, I then joined the, uh, the Lifeboat Guild down there. Um, I uh, served various posts there, including as press officer uh, there for a period of time. Um, I then became the station president. Well, I think it brought back memories of my childhood, really. Uh, you know, and, and uh, it was a sense of the fact that I was doing something, perhaps uh, to uh, to help um, help fund uh, people like the the, the uh, who were on board the Sir Samuel Kelly, and they they brought all those people in. And in fact, of course, the Sir Samuel Kelly had saved. I think it was thirty four. A person the previous day from the Princess Victoria, so it wasn't a question of just you know uh, uh, it, it was saving lives, and uh, so it, it it was a sense in fact really of of just uh, returning to that shall we say. 
uh, I enjoyed uh, the fundraising. Uh, I enjoyed meeting all the people there and uh, collecting. And uh, I think also the generous the generosity of the public. And you know the, the the interesting thing was in fact it was someday some of the people who who who, who donated so much were you know <laughs> were the least well dressed shall we say <laughs> and uh, uh, it's just amazing just to see the the, the generosity of of uh, of of, uh, of both ch- from children up to uh, you know persons of my sort of age group uh, uh, so anyhow and I really enjoyed that time so I did uh, we used to have a collection. Uh, in Port of Ferry, which is still still run, and uh, d- d- during uh, during Easter period, and uh, uh, Port of Ferry Lifeboat Station uh, is situated at the mouth of Strangford Loch, and you have Strangford on one side, there's the village of Strangford, and Port of Ferry on the other side, and there's a ferry runs across, and of course uh, during Easter period you had a captive audience uh, of cars parked. Uh, <laughs> Uh, ready to go on on board the uh, the the ferry, so it was quite easy to walk along with your your lifeboat uh, t- tabard, and uh, uh, people were only too willing to to uh, make a, a donation. Sometimes large, sometimes small, it didn't matter. Very good. So uh, very enjoyable times and great great fun with all the both the crew and the uh, uh, and uh, uh, and all the fundraising volunteers. Roughly fifteen years ago, I decided to we decided to move the downsize. Um, I used to do a bit of hobby farming, uh, Clydesdales and Shetland ponies and umpteen different. Uh, but anyhow, I was of an age uh, that uh, decided it was time to move, uh, so we downsized. And uh, I had we looked for four or five years for somewhere to move to, and my first choice, uh, personal choice. Was to move to somewhere where I had lived by the sea for uh, in, uh, in in Ballywalter for thirty five years, and uh, so I really wanted number one a somewhere where uh, I had a sea view. Uh, number two, uh, I preferred to be whether there was a lifeboat station <laughs> and uh, uh, you know a, a local community which I could uh, uh, I could enjoy. So anyhow. Uh, Donegal Day is only about probably what, fifteen miles, twenty miles away from uh, from Port of Ferry. So we found this uh, this uh, uh, new property and, and moved there. And we, uh, where we live, we overlook the harbour, uh, the lighthouse. Uh, it's a community of about uh, three, four thousand people. Um, it's increased in size over the past uh, the past uh, sort of 10, 15 years by new developments, but it's still uh, a very a very uh, uh, say lovable town, uh, lovely people, uh, and we joined the we joined the, the lifeboat guild there whenever we moved uh, the the fundraising team, and uh, my wife and I then became uh, education volunteers for a number of years. Mr. Samuel Kelly uh, eventually retired from service and uh, was then uh, brought back to Northern Ireland and currently uh, is under restoration in Donegadee. Uh, so it's um, it's been a long project for the for the team that's doing it. 
and uh, eventually uh, it'll be it'll be hopefully rehoused uh, in, a, in an appropriate city in an appropriate place uh, in the town. Well, I think very simply, whenever I see it, I remember remember back to my uh, my childhood at ten years of age. Every time I walk past it. So um, it brings back back memories to me. Certainly, it does. Uh, and uh, memories uh, of sadness, and obviously uh, uh, memories of, of of gladness. That in fact, the life that was able to save so many people. Uh, Thirty-four, I think, was the number that it saved uh, on that terrible day. I'm glad I was there uh, um, because it changed my life. Uh, I think for the better, hopefully. And uh, it does bring, as I say, memories of of, uh, um, of 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 great sadness, but also of also great joy, as well. And uh, how important it is, you know, to uh, save lives at sea. Putting it very simply, life is the most precious precious gift of all. And saving lives for me is, is, has always been the most important thing in my life. Hello, it's Dee Kafari here, and you've been listening to part of the RNLI's 200 Voices collection. To hear more remarkable stories, head to rnli.org forward slash 200 voices or subscribe to the RNLI, wherever you get your podcasts from. Thank you. 200 Voices is an adventurous audio limited production for the RNLI.